Welcome to the Propaganda Report. This is Monica Perez with my co-host Brad Binkley and our favorite recurring guest and election integrity activist Garland Favrito with yet another installment in the saga of trying to audit the audit, I guess, trying to get to the bottom of these valid or at least sworn to affidavits of potential fraud in the in the election, the November 2020 election, I, I don't know where you want to start with the update, Garland, but I hand it over to you. Well, just to uh, give everybody a little bit of, of, a, of a background, um, we put in a plan um, and the uh, Fulton County raised a bunch of objections um, and uh, they were not really bad objections. They were pretty reasonable. And this was these were the this was the clerk of the court. It was not the um, elections division. The elections division has got, uh, they're a little bit more difficult to work with because they're kind of under the gun for what we're doing. And I think they're a little defensive and are worried and nervous about what we might find. So the clerk of the court, they're, they're a little bit easier to work with. Uh, they said, like, we don't have a dog in this hunt. Um, you know, you can inspect them, but we want you to do this, 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 this. So we went ahead last week and worked really hard and we did this, 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 and this. Uh, and they asked a lot of things. You know, they said, well, we want a more detailed plan. We want to know who the people are. We want to know what their background is. Is there, are they, Were they poll managers or audit managers and so on? Those kinds of things. We want to keep the ballots in our custody. Uh, we want to put them in this room. Uh, we want to uh, make sure you don't have too many people in the room uh, for, uh, for the capacity. And they went through a lot of things. So we uh, we went ahead and did uh, everything that they, we think that they wanted to have, and we put that in the plan, and we sent it back to them and said, okay, now that we've done everything that you wanted, let's make a consent order between now and Tuesday. And this was just agree that we can go ahead and you know, we're doing it on your terms. And um, so that's what, we're going to, that's what we're trying to do is we're working on right now because the hearing is Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday morning, nine o'clock in Henry County, second floor. It's Tuesday, April thirteenth. Yes, it is. Uh huh. And that'll be uh, Henry County, second floor um, at the courthouse. And uh, it's this is not a Zoom hearing, so it's it's live. We'll be there live. And uh, uh, we'll you know we've got a Rule Twenty Two in for Ted, and you know, he's going to videotape this, and uh, it'll be put up for posterity. Um, and hopefully we'll have a historic decision uh, on, on this day. I mean, we've, we've answered every objection that we can answer. And um, I think that um, I, I feel like that there's, they see that we're serious. We've got the right people. We're not just a bunch of raving lunatics who want to, <laughs> you know, you know, Trump scream fans or something. I don't know. So, so now that they understand that we're serious, you know, I, I think that they're going to uh, go along. I, but I, I do. I'm but interested about, to see their creativity and coming up with ways to block it that you haven't thought of yet. Well, what was that thing that Raffensperger filed? Oh, that's a different story. Now That's, that's a different, a different case? Uh, no, no. I, I thought it was. I was totally wrong. Kevin Kelton, uh, was, he was on to it last week. I don't know if he's on this week, but he, he was the one that said, hey, wait a minute, what about this, this, brief, this brief that Secretary of State, yep. Well, I think it was I think it was Kevin who was on to it last week and said, "Well, what about this? I might be wrong, but what about this brief that um, that Secretary Ravenberg is filed?" I'm saying brief. What brief? 
Was that in our case or was that some other case? Because I had not seen it yet. Uh, but yes, indeed, uh, he, uh, Cameron was completely right. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it was him. <coughs> and uh, sure enough, when, when, I, when I first heard it, I'm thinking, oh, maybe Raffensperger came down on our side for the public <laughs> images. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> yeah, I would say, okay, yeah, because public images are now law, and he's probably he's probably saying, okay, yeah, public images are lies, so you have to give them the public in, you know, the valid images. So uh, that, that's what I was thinking. So then I read it, and uh, we, I said, you got to be kidding me. So funny because he's a Republican. Um, Right? Well, yeah, uh, well, at least he says he is. Yeah. It, it's, it, it just goes to show that you, and you already know this, Mike, you can't depend on anybody because they have an R or D after their name. That doesn't, that doesn't mean right. anything. And uh, I think no one knows that better than you do. But he's going but, beyond the call of duty, like to, he's acting like a true Democrat partisan. Although I, I don't, I do wonder a little bit about that Harrison deal. Yeah. Accident. So, so I, so I, I don't, I wouldn't even say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, that would, that's offensive to the Democrats who, a lot of them are, <laughs> a lot of them are for election transparency. Right. There's a lot, of, a lot of Democrats out there that are for election transparency that we fought with them for years. So I, I don't, I wouldn't insult them okay, by saying that, putting them in the boat with Brad Ravensburger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so. he is something else, that guy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this was a new law. I, I don't even know if he's really running the office. I, I think uh, right. uh, we've heard that there's, he's not actually running. He doesn't even show up most of the time. Who? Who's uh, doing it then? Uh, I, Give I us the scoop. It's assistants. It's probably his assistant okay. secretary right. of state. Okay. But I, that's that's just a rumor. Because uh, I, I don't think Brad, I don't even think Brad could come up with this stuff. But um, <laughs> right, right, this, right. Yeah, that's probably true. Because he wasn't really an election expert, so. Um. Well, right, right. He was an engineer. He didn't really know much of anything about that, um, uh, you know, about about it at all. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's been a, a, a training experience for him. So, you know, I, I always wondered why he wanted the job. He didn't, yeah. you know, didn't need it. He was pretty well off. But, uh, you know, it's the kind of job that if you do everything right, uh, nobody knows. And if you do one thing wrong, everybody knows. And he's done more than one thing wrong. So. Uh, mm -hmm. So that was, yeah, so the brief basically said, no, you can't look at these ballots. You as a Georgia voter or a citizen do not have the right to look at these ballots. There's secrecy, privacy, and integrity concerns, and all this other stuff. Um, it's fascinating uh, what he had in there, but uh, none of it was really true. I think uh, the CDM press article pointed out all the flaws of what that, what his brief was. Um, and, uh, but he filed it. And here's the other thing that's crazy. He got the attorney general to file it. He had to get the attorney general to go on to this too. So, um, so now we got the attorney general on the wrong side of the law. So mm -hmm. for, for, for 15 years, we've been fighting with the attorney general because they've been back in the old machines and those were unconstitutional because they were they couldn't verify, audit, or recount the results. So we had to go to court and fight against the attorney general for 15 years, and and then finally the federal court ruled that we were right that we they are in fact unconstitutional and banned them. So the attorney general was on the wrong side of the constitution for 15 years, 
And now we've got this new unverifiable voting system, uh, which you know has the votes in the barcode, nobody can read it. And here's the attorney general again uh, on the wrong side uh, of the law. So should we tick off the things, the seven things in Raffensburger's filing that are disputed in that article you sent me? Sure. All right. Let's do it. Let's he do says it. this is in uh, CD Media. I don't know what yes. that is. Yeah. And it says, okay, you say if I, we're not going to take this guy's word for it. I'm going to talk to you, Garland, and you can answer if you can. All right. So the brief that this article says the brief Raffensperger's brief falsely claims that petitioners did not articulate legal justification to unseal the ballots. Uh, this means he totally ignores the most important point of relevant law that any court can unseal ballots for any reason under Georgia 21-2-500. If the controversies surrounding the November 3rd election do not justify reasons to unseal the ballot, then what would? Is that true? It, Can they unseal for any reason according to that law as far absolutely, as you know? Absolutely. Absolutely, okay. Monica. So the, right. the court the court has the power to unseal. It's not with the attorney general. It's not with the secretary of state. It's not with the county. If the court decides that the ballots need to be unsealed. The court can decide to do that. That's their power. It's their jurisdiction. And it's so clear in 21-2-500. It's, it states that uh, perfectly. Um, so uh, he, if you notice, he, I don't know if you've read the whole brief, but he danced around that, that the whole brief. He danced around the issue that the court has the authority. Okay. I uh, never, never addressed that. All right. The next thing is the brief falsely portrays the lawsuit as only an open records request act claim, when in reality, most of the claims are equal protection and due process, which would justify the unsealing of the ballots as part of discovery for evidence to adjudicate the claims. That's consistent with what you've said all along, what this author here is saying. Exactly. And, and the, um, it's equal protection and due process uh, for the claim. There were two open records request uh, claims in there, but that wasn't the, the basis of the suit. The basis of the suit was it, it's equal protection and due process violations. So if, some, if Fulton County did, in fact, put in uh, extra Biden votes uh, or somebody's votes, uh, then that dilutes my vote, you know, it dilutes... Uh, you know, Binkley's vote and, or anybody outside of Fulton County in Georgia or whatever. So, uh, so that's equal protection violation. And it's also a due process violation. So that it's not, uh, an open records request uh, issue. That's not the, the, the crux of the lawsuit. The next thing is the brief restates the oft repeated false claims that there are overwhelming security and privacy issues involving these ballots. And uh, the ballots contain no voter identifiable information and will remain in the custody of Fulton County during the inspection. So this is not true. Does that sound right? Yeah. I mean, so that's the question. What is the security and privacy issue then? Keep, this is the other interesting thing. The brief makes these generic claims, but with no supporting evidence. So, okay, if there's privacy and security issues, what are they? I mean, it, I, they've, <clears throat> they've given up on saying that there was voter information on there because they, we just trashed them on that every time they say it. And then, okay, so what's the security issue? We're going to stay on site with the ballots in Fulton County's Custody. <clears throat> there was one report uh, report earlier that said that we're, we're going to take them out offsite, but no, that's that wasn't us. So 
I actually think the new law that says that nobody seems to be complaining about this, but that you have it's public record, whether you're registered to vote or whether if you actually cast a vote, that seems like more of an invasion of privacy than anonymous ballots. Isn't it true? The new law says that they, it is a public record if you're registered and if you voted. Well, actually it was already that way. Right. Um, I thought so because people used to send me how many people, how many votes, how many people voted? If Binkley was getting texts like you, you've I registered. Got, I got handwritten letters from operatives, and they're saying, "Do you want people in your neighborhood to know you haven't voted yet? Look at all the people that have voted in your neighborhood." Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, so this. I know. <laughs> I hope you voted for my mom or Ron Paul. Um, so. The brief falsely implies that recently signed Act 9 of the Georgia General Assembly passed as SB 202 prevents ballots from being unsealed. Well, first of all, a new law wouldn't do that. That's me talking. No such language exists as any reader can see by reviewing the bill language or our analysis of it. Uh, A recent Raffensperger press release claimed he worked with the Georgia legislature to make sure ballot images could be made available to the public for review, when in reality, his elections director, Chris Harvey, and legal counsel, Ryan Germany, misled county elections directors in emails by falsely claiming the AG office had issued an opinion that ballot ballot images could not be made public. I know that was a lot of words, but I seem to recall that is all correct. Yeah, so... so, um that that that's true so we we were looking for open records requests at one time for we wanted to have the ballot images and the county elections attorneys kept saying no we can't give them to you there's an ag opinion that says we can't give them to you i said said, okay well give us the opinion where is it and they send us the letter from chris harvey i said chris harvey's not the attorney general uh you know where's the attorney general opinion and they can't produce it so then, and then finally we tracked it back and it was turned out Ryan Germany, who was a legal counsel for Raffensperger, was saying, oh, um, attorney general's got an opinion. And we said, okay, well, what, where, where is it? What's the opinion? Well, uh, well, I called up somebody in the office and uh, they said, I wrote this down and they said, yeah, that looked okay. And he said, I said, that's not an opinion from the attorney general. So, uh so crazy stuff, you know, but the, the, the brief kind of implied that Senate Bill 202, which was the Act 9, um, that that one was going to make, uh, it, 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 it prevented uh, these ballots from unsealed, but it, there's nothing in Senate Bill 2 that prevents it. And- but could you, I would call that, I think they used to call it in law school, an ex post facto law, which are like inherently unjust. You cannot pass a law that affects a previous um, condition, case, you know. Right, and that law wouldn't even go into effect until July 1 anyway, even if it did do that. So right. that's, that's, that's I, true. I would say then you could you could fight it on that basis, but who knows? Uh, right. They probably don't take that seriously anymore. All right, the brief false, according to CD, which is Creative Destruction Media, by the way, mm-hmm. The brief falsely attempts to use a 2007 Smith v. DeCobb case as precedent for ballot images when the case referenced the old DRE voting system that never produced paper ballot images. That's true. So I don't know says, anything about that. Well, well, so yeah, back in uh, 2007, that was the case, Smith v. DeCobb, and they said uh, that you can't 
these ballot images, they call them images, are on a CD-ROM. Uh, and therefore, they are proprietary and you can't have them. Well, those weren't the same thing because the old, sim, the old system didn't produce paper ballot images. It produced something that was proprietary and stuck on a CD-ROM. So the court ruled that, oh, no, you can't have that because it's proprietary and it's stuck on a CD-ROM. So um, it, that had nothing to do with paper ballot images that we're doing uh, this time. So the paper ballot images um, are, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with uh, releasing those because there's nothing proprietary on them. There's nothing technical. There's just right. image, images of paper which have right. no voter information on them. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, the brief, according to Creative Destruction Media, the brief, Raffensperger's brief falsely states that lawsuit contains baseless claims. Your lawsuit uh, baseless claims when the claims are actually based on four sworn affidavits from seasoned poll managers stating they handled counterfeit ballots during the November 14th and 15th hand count audit. Yeah, exactly. So how is that baseless? It I, really, I, you know, what makes me crazy is that you hear Chris Wallace and everybody else, like everybody else, except for probably Lou Dobbs or other people who've gotten fired, saying that there are that every single case has been dismissed or referring to the audit and the recount in Georgia as like, see, it's been audited and it's been recounted. But it just blows my mind that the audit was objected to by some of the auditors. Right. Those were people who were part of the process. That's right. And then there was nothing to rectify that problem when That's they so identified crazy. it. That's so crazy. And I'm sure, or I, I'm not sure, but I think you would have told us if the new law gave a, a remedy to that. Does the new law talk about what to do in the case of an audit? No, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. And see, that's why they didn't, they didn't really address the problems that we've had in the past. Right. Before. Yet... All the news about this egregious, racist Georgia law says it's based on this lie that November's elections had problems. And I'm like, it's not based on that truth because it doesn't address those allegations. It does not remedy the alleged fraud. Right, right. It just remedied a bunch of other stuff that could be problems, <sighs> but it didn't. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is the last uh, thing by CD Media. Evansberger's brief falsely states that there was no unlawful activity at the State Farm Arena when mail-in ballots were processed during the night of November 3rd and 4th. The video shows a curved room that impaired monitor visibility, ballots being hidden under skirted tables, the same ballots being scanned more than once and scanning reinitiated re after an announcement was made that scanning would stop for the night. According to two sworn affidavits, all of these activities and conditions are violations of Georgia laws, contrary to voting system implementation manager Gabriel Sterling, who claimed it was normal ballot processing. Yeah, I mean, basically, you can watch the video. You see four different... Uh, Four different violations of Georgia law. I think the curved room is a violation because if you're an observer, you can't see all the way around the corner. It's supposed to be everything is supposed to be open. <laughs> Hiding the ballots under the table uh, is is a violation. Skirted table is a violation. Um, and then uh, those who are 21246, I think, and 483. But then then they then they go ahead 
and and they they rescan. They 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 make the announcement that we're stopping the scanning for the night, and then they're restarting the scanning, and the monitors leave. Then they figure out that they have been hood hoodwinked, and they come back. Uh, it's too late. They've already finished. Um, so they scan the they scan outside of monitors uh, being available. That's a another violation, 212-492-493. Um, so it just, it goes on and on. And then you know, somebody like Gabe Sterling says, well, this is just normal ballot processing. Well, well, then you have the other issue. If that's all not enough, you got the issue of them taking the ballots from one scanner, putting in another scanner and scanning the same ballots <laughs> multiple times. How is that that's normal? That's a good one. Yeah. Right. How is that normal, Gabe? Uh, <laughs> It's amazing, and of course, CBS sixty minutes let him get away with that. They 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 were there to, you know, patch him up and make him look. Sixty good. minutes used to be good. Yeah, like way That's, back, like I'm talking long, like forty years ago. But. Right when they first started, maybe it yeah. got it got political right pretty pretty oh, soon. All right, fine. Take that away. <laughs> Anderson too. Cooper's on there now. He's part of their. Oh no line. way! Well, I haven't yeah. watched it in so long. All right, um, Syrian Danny. They're going to have Syrian Danny on there. Oh next. my gosh. Funny. You remember that, right? Yeah, that it was like completely fake. Like it was completely fake. How did they bombing. expose him? Uh, there, there was a hot mic and, and on CNN, and oh. they 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 heard them setting up the fake bombing attempt in Syria. Oh my god! Uh, and uh, oh my god. so it's um, unbelievable. CNN staged that. Mm -hmm. uh, Funny, uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's right. So Amber says nobody mentions that they need to know the initial number of ballots registered before they can do an audit, and they did not. Is that true? That's the first I've heard that. Thank you, Amber. The initial number of ballots uh, registered. Or like if they, whatever they were going to audit, they needed to know how many ballots, right? So that you couldn't rescan them or not. Is that not? Well, yeah. See, this is where you get, this is where you get it really interesting because I, I, I don't think they have enough ballots to match up with what their vote totals are. So, oh, so it's yeah, the opposite I, problem. Right? Yeah, I think that's what that's what that's what Brad mm -hmm. Ravensburger is worried about. It's like if we get in there, are we going to find out their audit, their certified results are not correct? You know, audit, oh, I I'm mean, sure you are. That, that's that's why he's flipping. <laughs> he's no flipping doubt. out. I think he's more nervous than Fulton County is now. Wow. So, I wonder if he could be like criminally liable. I guess depending on what he did. Yeah. You know, could well, you get into trouble? Yeah, I don't know how that works. You know, if the county certifies incorrect results, is the Secretary of State to blame because they certified the county's results? Uh, well, I, I guess be a, a lot of finger pointing, I think, would go on that in that case. I mean, I guess if you took money, you know, like if you were bribed, like that's a crime. But my guess is you could audit any county in the country and have a 50-50 chance that it would be, it wouldn't match. I think you're right. I think you're right. The question is by how many, you know, if we're off like 10, right. are you off right. 10 or are you off 10,000? Right, you know, right, 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 right. And which way, real... like, is it overwhelming right. always in the same direction? Yeah. Yeah. If we do it and we're off 10, then we'll, we'll assume that it was correct all along and we can go home and we'll know who won. <laughs> right. Okay. So should I start doing questions or? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hello from Hartwell. Hello from Tampa. Hello. Wow. Stanford, Connecticut. Wow. Um, hey, that is not. Well, I am. 
for this, we do run a little bit late, but yeah. I am scrupulous about being punctual for live streams under all other circumstances. It, Sorry, it, Mike. <laughs> it, it was it was my fault. It was my fault. I'll take the no, no, we we always run a little bit late. I yeah. stopped being scrupulous about this one because it's it's too well, hard on Saturdays for me. You, you've got the perfect excuse this week Thank because me. we were working on a, a very special. April 19th, Revolutionary oh, yeah. Fundraiser, Revolutionary Fundraiser to coming up here. And um, we, uh, I guess we can go ahead and talk about it. So go well, ahead, first, yeah. do you want to talk about your April 18th event first, which I'll enable well, Steve to see? And then, yeah, the... Um, on April 18th, last year, we tried to do a meet and greet and COVID happened and people still showed up, but I was not there. So this year... All three of us, we're going to be at Neighbors Feed and Seed just to personally meet listeners that are in Georgia and the Atlanta area. It's at Smyrna. Um, the Smyrna location or the only location of Neighbors Feed and Seed is in Smyrna. It's at two o'clock on Sunday. And I don't know, Binkley, is it bring your own? I think Bill, the proprietor, is going to get some pizzas and maybe a keg. What do you think? Yeah, I, yeah, I think they'll be a little bit there, but. Yeah, you, know, you want to bring your own to be sure. <laughs> okay. I don't I wasn't there last year, so I don't know. But that's just a personal, like one-on-one thing. But then on the next day, we're gonna we're thinking about making that business too. But no, we're gonna make it uh, all business on Monday. What are we doing on Monday? Also in Atlanta. So I'm gonna be in Atlanta personally, and I'll be at both of these things. Well, on Monday, we are planning a now this is all dependent upon if we can get the go-ahead on Tuesday of this week. So uh, if we get the go-ahead, then we're going to need to raise some more money for our uh, inspection and our investigation. The, we need to get some money for uh, Jovan's image analysis and so on. So we're planning a, a national election integrity fundraiser, uh, a revolution on April the 19th. This will be... Uh, <laughs> The shot heard around the world to uh, restore election integrity. And we're going to hook up with uh, the folks in Michigan, Matt DiPerno and Patrick Kolbeck and Marissa Carone. Got off the phone with them just before the show, and they're good to go. Um, so we're hoping to pull off a, uh, a national uh, fundraiser. So in, it won't be Massachusetts and Virginia this time. 245 years later, it's going to be Michigan and Georgia won't be Concord and Lexington. It's going to be Antrim and Atlanta. Um, but we are going to uh, fight a, diff a new war of independence, uh, a war of independence from corrupt uh, voting machines and from corrupt processes and the lack of transparency and everything else. So it will be a new war of independence for election integrity uh, that's going to uh, hopefully save this country. So uh, that's, that's in, the, in the works. Um, but uh, it's again, it's all dependent upon if we get the uh, go ahead uh, next Tuesday. So do you I'm, do you know how people are going to be able? It's a fundraiser, so how do you know how you're going to set that up? Is there going to be just the donate page on Voter GA? Yeah, so I think we'll just run our, our normal uh, donate page. You know, we've got that going, and of course, we've got the post office box. Uh, we'll be able to check the donations online if they come in through PayPal. 
Um, so uh, we'll get maybe Ricardo will be giving us an update on the funds coming in. And uh, Matt is going to need the money up, up for his suit. Uh, so he's got his own LLC up there. Um, he's, you know, they're doing an, a, a great job and they're getting stymied at every turn, just like we are. So uh, these are two citizen lawsuits. These are not funded by, you know, a bunch of highfalutin lawyers uh, that want to take control and go off on a tangent. These are just citizens trying to do the right thing. So, you know, it's going to have to be funded on the backs of the patriots if we're going to succeed. DePerno says they need a million dollars. Well, we're, I, I got to talk with him about his budget thing. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we, we thought we needed three hundred grand. We're going to do it for. We're going to do it on a hundred. I think. Oh my so god! We'll, we'll see. But yeah. we 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 were looking at a million dollars earlier. But um, I, I don't think we're going to need a million just to get the basic stuff done. Okay. All right. I think I might go up backwards on these on these questions. I'm not sure I understand them all. What, yep. uh, so is it tax deductible? I guess that's that question, right? Voter, Voter GA is a 501c3, all volunteer tax deductible uh, organization. Boy, it's hard to get a 501c3 too. It takes yeah, it sure is. It takes me about nine months to get a 501c3. And, um, uh, but it's been, it's been that for 15, 20 years, uh, all tax deductible. Um, and um, it's all volunteer organizations. So the money goes, not to me, not to my pocket. I haven't taken you know anything out of it. No, no salaries. No salaries are paid. Everybody awesome. volunteers. Yeah, everybody volunteers to do everything. Uh, and it's like like you, you know, you were you just volunteers. So I'll pick up the extra streamyard expense and do it. So, so that's Fantastic. that's the way we we run. Uh, yeah. So um, it's so yes. So it's really it's the the money is basically used for court costs, that kind of thing, usually, right? Yeah. So we have court costs. We'll have uh, attorney fees. We'll have um, um, transcripts. Uh, expert. expert witnesses. Yes, 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 yes. We have yes. to bring in some expert witnesses. we got some forensic document folks and, and you know, all that okay. sort of stuff that we need money for. Okay. If uh, fraud is found, Douglas wants to know, if fraud is found during the audit, who does it get reported to? Does it become a court-ordered investigation or return to the untrusted office of the Secretary of State? That's a great question. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, heaven forbid that one. Uh, so what we will be asking, whatever we find, we'll be asking for the court to make a, a declarative judgment as to this, the findings that we found are correct. Um, and then once the court makes that declarative judgment, then uh, you know there are various options as to weigh uh, that evidence can be used because now it's official. Um, it's no longer speculation. It's you know, court, a court has rubber stamped that this is in fact true. So it goes from speculation to fact with a declarative judgment. But but it wouldn't go back to the Secretary of State's office. Okay. Not if not if we can help it. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> um, Mm, I think that was the answer to somebody else's. Uh, so William wants to shout out his old pal Herb in Atlanta who is watching today. I honestly thought it said Australia and we have had people watch from Australia, even though it's like the middle yeah. of the night, but um, I think I did Colorado. see in Australia earlier. I think maybe I'm maybe. Okay. So 
How many ballots were printed in total? How many of those ballots are on hand? How many were mailed out? Does the absentee ballot address match up with the names of those marked as absentee voters? Can you actually answer those questions? Well, I'll, I'll try. Um, so the last one, you know, matching signatures is outside the scope of our lawsuit. So we can't do that. We, hopefully we'll get to count the envelopes, uh, but I, we're not even sure if we're going to be able to do that. Right. Um, so we didn't. I, I, that was my mistake. We didn't ask for that in the first place. Shoot. I know. I see. I, I'm just not as perfect as you thought. Right. But you thought, but you put it in the plan, right? We asked for it now, but I, we don't know. They, they may not give it to us. Um, uh, let's see. How many ballots are, were printed in total? So, um, you know, they print extras. So we don't know how many extras were printed. I'm sure they've some of them have been destroyed, you know, if they were blank and never used. Um, how many are on hand? Supposed to be 147,000. We're just looking at mail-in ballots. We're not looking at all the ballots. There's 500 and some thousand votes cast in Fulton. Um, and I don't know, I don't think I know exact number that were mailed out. We're only looking at what came back. Uh, okay. So Emily wants to know, does Raffensperger only want you to see the images because they have been adjudicated while the actual ballots have not? Hmm. That's an interesting question. I hadn't really thought about that. I don't understand the question. <laughs> um, well, uh, so the adjudication process, if, if, uh, if, a, the, if the system can't determine who the vote's for, it goes into adjudication. And a third party then, it's supposed to be a three-person team, but a lot of times it ends up being one person. Uh, but that third party, uh, they decide what the vote is really cast for. And um, so... And then the image, once they do that, is updated. So, and it's attached to the original ballot. Um, so Emily raises a really good question. Um, that might have something to do with why he is, he is doing what he's doing um, as to whether or not, because so the images would look uh, different than the actual ballots because they've been adjudicated. So that, that's a, that's, that's a really good point. I have to chew on that one. I have to yeah, it. good one. Yeah, such a good point. I don't even understand the question. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is something uh, people keep saying, which is they got away with fraud, so they will always get away with it going forward unless someone can stop them. I've really gotten a new appreciation for the value of a legal process, if even just to be a nuisance, even just to say, "Hey, like you can't get away with it so easily." you're going to have to answer these questions. And if somebody, if they nail a squirrel to a tree like Raffensperger, the next guy might be a little more hesitant. It might be a little harder to corrupt the next guy. It's not always so easy to corrupt people. Yeah. Uh, you know, the one thing, speaking of going back to Raffensperger, the one thing we didn't talk about is him implying that we are felons, committing felonies for doing this inspection. Uh, that's pretty insulting. What do you mean? Why? Because that's what, just because the stuff in his amicus brief says that you're trying to steal ballots or something like that. It's well. So, so what they did was they used a false interpretation of one of the code sections, twenty-one two five seventy-four, and it says that only elections officials can handle ballots. 
Well, of course, that's true. During an election, only an election official can handle ballots. That's, of course, true. But that doesn't mean that if a court unseals it, that you're committing a felony because you're doing in a court order, you're following the inspection. Uh, so obviously that is it's so lame, but it's in there. And you got the attorney general to sign off on this. That that's uh, well, yeah, that sounds like it's felonious. So uh, it's it's yeah, really, it's kind of bizarre, but um I think that you're right. You know, they could, you know, the felonies could end up being on the other side once you once we get through here. So, mm -hmm. with in regards to certification, but but I just the fact that they would actually try to intimidate us uh, is just interesting, and I, I not, nobody's really intimidated by that. Well, Binkley always says they accuse you of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. It's exactly. Yeah, what they're doing. yeah, yeah. Apparently so. Yeah. I had a I had a fifty person call. I said, "Hey, you know, here's what it is. He's accusing us of felonies. You might be get charged. Anybody want to drop? And, and, okay. <laughs> it's okay if you do. It's okay. That'd be you know, so cool. I mean, my yeah. mother did the right to life thing for years. She's like, some people get arrested. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> like that's on the program apparently. <laughs> so I mean, it couldn't be the end of the world. So William says, how do you follow the Michigan case? Uh, he can never find anything on it. Is is does DePerno put stuff out on it? Um, he just sent me something, and I don't know where he posts it. You know, that's a good question. I would do first of all, don't don't Google. You won't find anything if you're using Google. Stop and get to Bing or something. Uh, uh, but if you do a Bing search on Matt DePerno, D-E-P-E-R-N-O, uh, stuff should come up. And I imagine most of it's got uh, it's on his. Uh, uh, probably his his uh, law firm's website, I believe, but I'd have to double check. Another guy, a guy, uh, let's fix stuff. Uh, Patrick Colback up in Michigan. Uh, let's fix let's fix stuff dot com. I think he would probably have a lot of stuff on it as well. What's his name? Uh, Patrick Colback. You'll get to meet him in two weeks, hopefully. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, so guy. what what great could guy. stand in the way of us doing this on April 19th? Well, if we don't get a decision, you know, if we don't get a favorable decision, then there's... Then we don't need the money. Why, why we're doing it, you know? Yeah, but um, if if the thing gets kicked back, we should still do it, just do it on a different day. Like, if you don't have your answer this week. Right, the well, 13th, you're supposed to get an answer, but what if the answer uh, is, oh, we're delaying another week? Then which I, I think, think there's a we, chance. We'll, we'll have to go. I mean, because I mean, I, you can't pass up April 19th to start a new revolution. I mean, we're just going to have to go no matter what. Okay. I mean, I mean I'm April, happy to do whatever, but yeah. April 19th, we, you know, we just, Fine. it's got to be, you know, it's got to be. you're in town. The yes, date is yes, right. yes. It'll be fun. The, the stars are aligned, <laughs> you know, everything, the moon, everything. So we, we just got to feeling. Binkley is getting roped into a, uh, a large role here. And I don't know if we actually asked him. <laughs> you ready to be yeah, the roving be reporter? Sure. Yeah, it'd be okay. fun. Right. Uh, I thought Binkley would be great at that. You know? I know, but he's got, he's the one who has to deal with all the headaches of the gear and stuff. Like I'm just going to sit there when I normally do and look for where, who's got the mic. <laughs> So, okay. Uh, yeah, the DiPerno Bailey video, not familiar with that, but I imagine it's, well, maybe it's on, I imagine we could look for it. Who's Bailey? Yeah, I don't know. Now that one, Dennis is going to have to uh, 
give me give us an update on that because I'm not sure I've seen that video either. The one that I have seen is Matt was on Mike Lindell's Absolute Proof, and I thought he had the best segment on the whole video. Um, he just he's so yeah, he's an attorney and so he's a very nice guy. He just explains it so precisely. And he looked in the camera the whole time. I, I, I had trouble doing that. I kept looking at Mike. So, because yeah, my, my piece has not even been aired yet. But uh, Matt just did a great job. So, um, I, I don't know. I don't know what the Bailey video is. But my mom. Really I'll look for it. Um, my mom said she saw you on OA and N the other night. Is that true? Yes. Fun. Chanel Rion. She called How'd it go? To, she called me up to look about, she was talking about, it's about the third time I've been on OAN. Yeah, um, but I thought you were like uh, radio silent for a while. Well, you know, I couldn't be silent for long. So. <laughs> uh, but this was just last week. Um, uh, Chanel, I was asking about Senate Bill 202. Oh, of course. We, yeah, so I got a lot of traction about Senate Bill 202. Oh, you mean Jim Crow and steroids? Isn't that what they call it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you hear that? What was that? Was that Biden you said, Binkley? Yes, Biden. And actually, I think Abrams group actually started it. And Biden, Abrams, now everybody in the media just refers to it as that. <laughs> Jim Crow on steroids. I'm sorry. I used to be very, very sensitive to that kind of stuff. Like, I hate offending people's rude, bad manners, Bigotry is literally sin against the Holy Spirit. Like you can't have any of that. But it's Jim Crow were laws <laughs> that segregated private businesses. Like it's just so crazy well, to mean, think that yeah. demanding a driver's license to prove that you have the privilege right. of voting. Joe, Joe Biden said it. Kissed. Yeah, huh? yeah. Joe Biden said himself that the Atlanta Hawks basketball team, since they're in that uh demographic they're not going to be able to get a driver's license all those 25 year old multimillionaires <laughs> that they can't figure that out but yeah. still they should vote so so just to clarify you don't you don't even have to have a driver's license with uh senate bill 202 you just have to put the number yeah. in underneath the flap and if you don't have uh, that you can have your free georgia id that you can get from the secretary of state's office and you can put that number underneath the flap if you don't have a driver's license, but but filling out the form, I guess, is too complicated. That, that's exactly what Stacey Abrams said. Yes, I don't know if we mentioned this last time. If it was just Binkley and I talking about this, Garland. But when I moved to Atlanta and had to put my kids in the school, I had to go down to. I actually went to the free clinic like that day to get them a bunch of vaccinations to start school. So I had to have a lot of documentation, including medical interventions at a clinic that it was hard to find. I had to walk around downtown. I was new to the place, whatever. So by that same token, if to the extent that public schooling is a right and it sh people should not be discriminated against, it was that was a pain in the neck. And the kids were screaming their heads off with these shots. And that they require for a basic service. You know, it's just weird to me that you can have that. You're going to have to have Vax IDs, but you can't write a number to get to vote. You know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah, It's, it's just propaganda. I know, but I just, I mean, I just don't understand why they're allowed to put all sorts of barriers up to your access for your rights when it has to do with, slicing over your veins and depositing pathogenic DNA, which I guess is more, is, is 
less complicated than writing a number down. I don't know. Uh, sorry. Um, just uh, peanut gallery, pyramid man, Cameron cat. Georgia will be finished. If there is a Democrat governor elected next year, Georgia was finished in April, 1865. What is that resurgence? Like I noticed that in Georgia, in Atlanta, the crest says resurgence just means resurging after the war. Like, is that when Atlanta got burned down? Didn't Atlanta uh, get burned to the ground? Yeah, that was um, 64, I think. And uh, April 65 was when the uh, uh, Appomattox was signed. So that basically burned everything in the South down. But but the actual uh, Sherman came through in 64, 1864, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And I did. Burned, and burned the path to, to Savannah. Another thing I did, I used to like maps a lot and there was a really good map store in Atlanta and I got a map of Sherman's March to the Sea. It was very depressing to look at. If you look at the details, yeah. uh, like all the yeah. deaths and stuff marked on the map. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Oh, here you go. Smash that like button, peeps. <laughs> and subscribe. Uh, yes. Okay, let's see what else we got. The Antrim case has a hearing on Monday, and DP, is that DiPerno? I think so. Released some documents. Yeah, he did. He just sent me a copy. I don't know where they are. But I, I, uh, uh, oh, I guess they're on Creative Destruction Media. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know what the late – I know he's had, to, he's had to extend his discovery because they keep they – keep, um, you know, stopping him from, from giving him the documents that he wants. Right. I'm not surprised. Mike says, Jovan turned down $10 million to go away. Is that, is that too hot, hot sports opinion there, Garland? Is that um, true? False? Yeah. Were you there? My price was only a million and a half. <laughs> and they didn't get, they didn't meet. No. I remember there I, was I, a. Yeah, it was, it was a million and a half. There was a, a a debate a long time. It must have been for the 2012 election. It was Rick Perry from Texas and Michelle Bachman going head to head in a Republican debate. And uh, Michelle Bachman accused Rick Perry of um, doing something and getting like a $5,000 payoff. And he literally, you can't even find, the video was removed. I posted it on my website. He looked at her in absolute disgust and he was like, do you think it only takes $5,000 to bribe me? And it was like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oops. So that was weird. Um, yeah, it, you know, it's, it's not worth a million dollars to me to give this case up. No. They, I mean, so you're being serious and they tried to bribe you with 1.5 million. Indirectly. Wow. I thought you were kidding. <laughs> no. Uh, so I, I, obviously, I'm not as valuable as uh, as Javon. <laughs> wow, but you would not, think they would so. keep raising yeah, the bar. was, yeah, he, he's Javon's worth ten million. I'm not. I'm not. Holy cow, that's it's, crazy. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's crazy stuff. I mean, people they just want to. Anyway, I just want to. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. It's, it's yeah, you know, it's. It, all right, let's see what else we got. I didn't realize that. And that's some serious stuff. So let, let's just absorb that and move on. Okay. Um, yes, the Vax, the Vax passports are really apartheid. 
I mean, if you're going to call anything Jim Crow, as Cameron points out, somebody I think that's what I was trying to say in my 10 minute diatribe. Yeah. Somebody said in Poland that the parents can lose power over their children. I was trying to find that comment if they don't get them vaccinated in Poland. Uh, I haven't heard that yet. Somebody uh, left that in a comment a moment ago. I can't I don't see where it is, but. Oh. Douglas says Gabriel Sterling already stated they shredded ballot envelopes and included we aren't required to maintain them by law. In Montana, they have 5,000 fewer envelopes than the 72,000 ballots that they have as absentee ballots. Does that sound? Do you think they shredded them already? So, so, so based on my understanding of Georgia law, you can shred the inner ballot, the inner envelope, excuse me, because... The inner envelope doesn't have any information on it. Right. Okay. Uh, and I think you can shred that under Georgia law. I do not believe for, that you can shred the outer envelope. That's election material because it got the signature on it. And that has to be retained for 22 months under federal law. That's my, that's my interpretation of the law. Okay. Uh, the Secretary of State hand recount showed duplicate ballots in Gwinnett and actually says so on the web page. Yes, there are duplicate ballots in multiple counties. Um, and uh, it, it's pretty obvious. And Gwinnett, I think it's one of those counties, but not the only one. And something should be done about that. I think she's right. Yeah. This says, uh, didn't Fulton announce that there were a bunch of ballots that needed adjudication, like over 100,000? That's right. There were uh, like about 106,000 out of 113,000. So that's a, a 90% adjudication rate. Now, what, yeah, what was it, up with that? Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, we, you know. We'll have to. I'm anxious to get uh, a deposition or, or something interrogatories from Richard Barron so he could explain what that means. Because, um, I mean, obviously, they, do, they didn't actually adjudicate him because they only had two three-person panels of doing adjudication. So that's... Uh, right. Uh, yeah, so so well, what actually happened, they went into adjudication, but then what happened to them? That's a mystery. Well, didn't didn't that, that weird video from the guy who I think was suing... I don't know. The guy from Dominion sued somebody for defamation, but this was the guy who did this video saying adjudication, a lot of adjudication just gets resolved by the computer. Did you ever hear that? Uh, it, 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 well, I, I, it appears that's happened. It's not supposed to be that way, but it's supposed to go into a stream that goes to these adjudication panels and they, they pick it. This system should not adjudicate on its own. Right, okay. And if we find out that happens, oh, then we really have a problem. But there is, I mean, it's a legitimate question. How did those 106,000 ballots get adjudicated? What actually happened? Right. To them? Yeah. What, let me let me see the before and after on those. So, right. Something's wrong. Okay. And uh, you I, I you think you'll find the answer to that? Well, yeah. Well, they're going to have to answer that in uh, you know either our interrogatories or, or something, uh, depositions. We're going to have to know what happened. Uh, you know, we want to see those 106,000 adjudicated ballots. So let me ask you something. When I remember the Kennesaw thing, of course, from 2016, they had hacked the server. But 
all of these irregularities that you're pursuing one by one or that you're aware of and maybe weren't able to pursue, does that make this, are all, are all elections this riddled with problems or is this one just over the top or I guess the most, or is most important. So you're willing to just fight to the death because this one made the difference. Most of them are full of it, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, I, I, now that we see this, we wonder, well, how, when did it start? How, long, right. how many years has this been going on? And I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't think this was the first year. Right. I think that this has been going on for year after year, you know, election after election, but nobody knows for sure. Until I met you, I didn't even think there was anyone kind of watching the watchers. So I never had any expectation that there was legit. But then I started to think, well, these guys do catch it sometimes. So but now that, you know, the more you scrutinize it because it's more important, you're going to find more stuff. Lacey wants to know if there's any new info on Ruby and the ballots under the table. She Ruby. Sh there's a video where Ruby showed a male the ballots under the table earlier in the day, and he raised his hands cheering. Did you hear that? Yeah, I, and I, I have seen that. It's really, it's kind of incriminating, actually. But that's exactly what, right. what she does. She pulls up the table and shows him that. He goes, hey, or something like that. So it's like, why would you be cheering for those ballots if, you, if you knew what they were? Yeah. Right. Uh, it's very strange. Do you have any gut? I always wondered this, too. Do you have, either of you have any opinion on why Kemp appointed Kelly Leffler? I, I don't think I do. Well, yeah. she was a divisive. She was an easy person to to play into the identity politics angle. She was the WNBA owner. And so that put her in a position where the WNBA could boycott her and call a bunch of national attention to her. It's probably public relations power. She had a lot of that that could be used. Right. Antrim uh, County, the thread that unravels the 2020 election theft by Patrick Colbeck. That's what you were talking about. Yeah. That's uh, a good idea. Thank you all for doing these. This is ghost man. Uh, we certainly wouldn't know anything without you. Well, there wouldn't be anything done without him. Uh, she says, Nancy drew. Nice. I read every Nancy drew book. I probably read them all many times. I <laughs> loved those books. Oh my gosh. Uh, you can see them store the ballots under the table in the nine forty five video camera too. So, all right. Uh, am I a revolutionary or not? I don't know if I'm a revolutionary. I'm definitely an opt out, Ari, but I can't even do that. I feel like we still have to defend. I don't even believe. I think the Constitution was a coup on the Articles of Confederation. And still I defend because the Bill of Rights has to, it's our only hope. We're not, if we tear down the Bill of Rights, we're not getting my anarcho-capitalist free society. We are getting Klaus Schwab as dictator of the world. So <laughs> let's just, I mean, if all we got is the thin ecru line, I say we we hold the line. So, but I'll be your revolutionary. Binkley, are you a revolutionary? Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, well I, I guess that depends <laughs> on the definition of revolutionary. Whatever the ladies like. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Bailey, DePerno's oh, client. Of course, of course. Sorry, Mike. Thank you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, uh, DePerno filed a suit on behalf of Bill Bailey. I don't know okay. why. I, I had a memory dump there. Okay. So DePerno's video is on Rumble CanCon 1, or maybe just CanCon on Rumble. 
Uh, not to be confused with Cancun, right? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it be nice to go on vacation? Uh, yeah, I haven't been on vacation. Yeah. I haven't even been to I mean, a restaurant in so long. Confirmed it's CanCon on Rumble for DePerno video. Uh, okay. In Poland, Endocrinologia WAM says parenthood can be suspended by court if kids do not get the vaccine in Poland. That's crazy. Has anyone approved the vaccine for kids? Oh, I think yeah. somewhere they, I know they're testing them. I think another country might have tried to, might have approved one. I'm not yikes, sure. Yikes, 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 yikes. Mm. Okay. Um, That's good. Gosh, there's so many. Uh, what, what was applied for by, by Fair Fight? Dennis says something was applied for by Fair Fight. I don't know. Let me go back. Stacey this Abrams is group. Dennis, let me find his last call. It's a vote harvesting group, activist training group. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Her vote harvesting group. Uh, Dennis, all, yeah. what are you referring to? I'm looking for your previous stuff, but I don't see it. Go ahead. Bankley, I was going to say, it's, it'll be interesting to see how long Stacey Abrams stays as the head of that group because she has New Georgia Project, all these other groups that she creates that do basically the same thing. And then they get in trouble. Some Somebody will accuse them of ethics problems by not knowing where the money is actually being spent. And it's always very vague. And then she separates from that organization. Somebody else takes over so she can inoculate herself. Then she just starts a new one. If you go if you go to the Secretary of State page, you can just look at all her LLCs that she's started. Over I think years. her sister, who used to be a CDC scientist, yeah. is now uh, helping yep. her run one of these. Yeah, she's the head. I think she's officially the head of Fair Fight, her sister now. And that's um, not, the, not the one that's a judge, right? No, that's that's this is a different sister. This is a CDC scientist. They're not CDC. Yeah, yeah, CDC. Not CDC. Is that right? Uh, yeah, CDC. Okay, yeah, CDC. She okay. was at the CDC. One is the judge. Uh, and oh my gosh, I've got a lot of activity here in my house. I'm sorry. I'm trying to stay focused. So I told them I'd be finished at one and then like they all start texting me and people are hungry, <laughs> but that's okay. I want to, I want to get, make sure we've got everybody's comments who want it. So special master availability. Did you hit that? Uh, my understanding is he's available on April 26th. So we're hoping to go on April 26th. If we get that, uh, that uh, a favorable order on the 13th, which is Tuesday. I wouldn't be surprised if this is true. They tried to cheat and Sue is saying in 2016, but underestimated the number of ballots they would need. I think that was kind of consistent with some of the weird results you saw, right? Didn't you see something that was really suspicious, right? And maybe it was Cobb County or something where like the women voted for Hillary or Hillary won the county or something crazy that you were just oh. like, never. Yeah, 2016, I think Hillary won Cobb County. I'm not sure if she won Gwinnett. Uh, I think she won Gwinnett, too. I was still surprised that she won Cobb County in 2016. Yeah, maybe she didn't. Hard, that was hard for me to believe. Okay, do you need volunteers to help with the audit? I think we're okay. I'm, as far, I thought I'd never say this, but I think we 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 people wow. have just stepped up. We're ready. We're wow. training them, everything. We're going to have a couple of dry runs. Wow. Um, you know, nice. Yeah. Everything's looking good. We're going to have it down to a science. That's great. Uh, Cameron thinks Kemp may have chosen Kelly because she paid him for the seat. Kelly had a large 
portrait <laughs> of Matt. <laughs> that's a. Oh a my little... gosh, is that true? If that's true, that's amazing. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. He looks at it every morning with her coffee, just admires it. Maybe. Well, I mean, he was all about the power of the state. Um, I do not know what Dennis is talking about. Um, Garland, you look great. Your head's exploding. <laughs> I don't know how you can look great if your head's exploding. Um, oh, Dennis God. wants to hand out free water to people at the audit. <laughs> well, that's you know, oh, growing yeah. steroids again coming in. Isn't that funny that that's what people latch on to? And I keep telling them that they've reduced the precinct size to 2000. So how right. long are the lines going to be? And why can't the people who are working there, why can't they be a cooler that is uh, of all the things that are provided by the state? Why can't they just have a freaking water cooler? So they can get water from poll workers. They just can't get them from. Office. I know that's what I'm saying. Why not? And the guy in Gwinnett, one of the one of the, I can't remember which uh, Gwinnett politician, but one of the guys came out and said it must have been a prosecutor or something. He said he will not charge anybody for bringing water to people. <laughs> he will not. That's just he's not going to do that. It's so it's they're just lying about all of it. Totally. Uh, Nancy says, has there ever been a case where counterfeit ballots were found in a U.S. election? Has there ever been one where ballot stuffing was done through scanning ballots multiple times? I think this one, but other than that, I think. Yeah, I, I don't think, I'm sure it's happened, but I don't think that there's been ever been a case about it before. As far as I know, this is the first case, but I might be wrong. What about this? Kevin says, and I know this has been a question a couple of times. I thought you answered it, but I don't know the answer. So Tuesday's hearing is going to be recorded. You you want people to be there in person, Garland? And and if not, can he stream it live? It, it would be great to come in person. Um, we have to, we're waiting on the approval from the court. I think the court will probably tell us whether or not we can stream it live. I feel good that he will uh, give us the oh, go ahead to uh, record it. But I don't know if he'll give us the go-ahead to stream it live. So we'll have to see what he what happens. So let's say it's Tuesday, April 13th. Is it 10 a.m. as usual? 9 a.m. Mm -hmm. Nine a.m. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And it's in the Henry County. Tell me where it is. Don't let me guess. I'll just confuse it's, it. South of Stockbridge. Yeah. Tell me exactly what to write. Tuesday, April 13th, 9 a.m. Henry County yeah. Courthouse? Right, uh, which is southeast of Stockbridge down I-75. Southeast of Stockbridge? Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. As far as I got. Near That's Hampton. Right. It's very close to Hampton. Mm-hmm. Is that Atlanta, right? Atlanta Motor Speedway. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, April 13th, 9 a.m., Henry County Courthouse, southeast of Stockbridge? And then you want people to go there. Uh, that'd be great. Uh, right. We'll be there. We'll be there for sure. Um, uh, unless, by the way, uh, unless we get a consent order before then. And then we'll, if, that, if that happens, we'll post it and say, hey, we're not going um, because we've already got it. We got a done deal. Okay. We'll stay posted. I'm assuming that'll all be on Voter GA. You'll have events or news or whatever. Uh, yeah, I'll, we'll have to post it, Mark, as soon as we have, uh, as soon as we know. You know, if, if we don't post anything, that means we're going to be there. 
uh, if anything changes, uh, we will, you know, post. Have you seen the ballots, the boxes of ballots yet? Kevin wants to know. Are you sure no. they exist? No, <laughs> no, I'm not sure. Uh, well, they supposedly exist. Uh, you know, protective orders on them. Um, Raffensperger is acting like they exist, and he seems to be really nervous. So uh, they apparently exist. Uh, we will uh, wait and see. I haven't seen them. All right. We'll see. All right. Dennis has the last word. Thanks for all the great info and have a great week. All right. Bye, y'all. See you later. Okay.